this Thursday night football week one between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs player props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autograph SGP helmet. Sign-up link is in the SGPN app. Ross, we're brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. Ross, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when the bet just $5 on any NFL game, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, September the 6th, currently 3.37 on the East Coast. And it is finally that time. NFL Week 1 is kicking off on Thursday night. We have the defending Super Bowl champions hosting the Detroit Lions. And gentlemen, it's here. I know we're about one sleep away still, but hey, we are going to get to actually talk about some real NFL football games. It's been a long time waiting, but Chris, we're here, my man. How you feeling this uh, Wednesday afternoon, brother? I feel great, man. I don't know how the, I don't know any other way to describe it. You know, I'm excited to, you know, to be this close. Like you said, one sleep away, man. We got a, uh, we got football, baby. We back in action, and it's, uh, it feels good. You know, hopefully we can talk out some. Some player props here give out some winners that we like for the week, being that we didn't, you know, cover the the season long aspect. And uh, yeah, it's time to get into it, you know. Yeah, man. Like you mentioned, we do it our season long props, uh, all eight divisions. We also did our uh, NFL awards markets as well on the episode that we recorded on Monday. But now it is officially time to talk about some uh, real football game action with our player props. Here, hopefully, it's going to be a profitable season. Also, you guys know him as the voice of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, F1 Gambling Podcast, the hardest working man in the sports media space. It's Rod Gomez. Rod, we are officially here, my friend. How are you feeling? I mean, I didn't miss football nearly as much as you guys did, but I am excited <laughs> the NFL is back indeed. Yeah, I mean, the big show is here. Obviously, the big oxygen stealer in the room uh, is back in for the next 17 weeks at least. We will definitely have some fun talking these props. This is probably one of my favorite shows on the network because not only do you host it and I don't have to worry about it, but uh, player props has is, is been a market that over the last couple of seasons I've, I've just fell in love with because there's so many options. There's so much to dig into. There's so many ways to get involved in these games other than just normal point totals and, and over-unders and stuff like that. So you know, player pro- and and thankfully the books have been kind of expanding their their offerings and giving yeah. us a lot to choose from. So I love prop markets. I can I just can't even tell you how excited I am for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, I mean, the prop market has really, I think, um, grown exponentially over the past couple of seasons, uh, not only just in football. I mean, uh, Chris could probably allude to this as well, not only in the NBA, but also WNBA as well. So, you know, the books are really starting to, you know, put up fun markets as far as, you know, not the just, not just the traditional ones that we talk about for NFL, you know, with quarterback, pass completions, passing touchdown, passing yards, obviously the same thing with receivers, receptions, uh, uh, receiving yards and then obviously with running backs as well, but defensive props, something that, you know, Rod, you've talked about a lot uh, on the propcast over the, over the last, you know, off season that the pods that we did. And also going back to last season, when we talked about our weekly player pops uh, for the regular season, at least. So um, yeah, it's going to be definitely a lot of fun to get into here uh, to talk about actual games here. So again, if you're a player prop player, like all of us are and you're you know that type of player that likes to do those same game parlays and look for some of those uh player props and you know hopefully we find you some winners here uh this season for the upcoming nfl season uh gentlemen before we actually get into our player props uh for the thursday night football game between the lions and the chiefs and we'll also throw out our uh anytime touchdown or first touchdown prop bets as well uh obviously news came down big news out of the kansas city chiefs camp travis kelsey suffered a hyper extended knee uh, good news for the Chiefs uh, is is that it doesn't look like it's a serious injury that his ACL is still intact, uh, but nothing of significance or something to worry about long term for not only not only Travis Kelsey but also the Kansas City uh, Chiefs as they look to defend their uh, Lombardi Trophy. But I, I think more th- um, more likely than, or I should say, more not likely than likely that he probably sits out tomorrow. Uh, just for precautionary reasons, it gives you another extra, what, 10, 11, 12 days before they play their week two matchup. I believe it's against the Jaguars, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I, I guess I, I'm going to be on the on side of caution here, Rod. I think that Kelsey does sit out. But how does that kind of change the game plan here for the for the Chiefs? Because obviously, we talk about Patrick Mahomes, the offense starts and stops with Mahomes. But also, Travis Kelsey is, what, 80% of that offense for this Kansas City Chiefs team? Yeah, if you if you were to tell Kansas City that they were going to have to do without Travis Kelsey in week one, like a couple of weeks ago, they they would have just told you you're crazy. But here we are. I mean, it, it it completely changes their game plan. That's that's one of the main guys. That's like saying that you're you're taking uh, the ball away from a pitcher. Like you can't you can't function without something like that, right? I mean, these guys they rely on Kelsey for just about everything. Although my favorite tweet of of this this whole thing is from the Fantasy Gazette. Say what you will about the site, but I love it. It said Travis Kelsey hyperextended knee has died. I'm like, that's how everybody feels <laughs> at this point, right? It's like you you would drafted Kelsey if you were a fantasy player with one of your first pick, if not your first pick, uh, and and now here you are having to deal without having one of the key players on there. But the problem is too for the Chiefs, who do you turn to in this situation? It's not yeah. as if they've got a Tyree Kill that can pick up the slack. They've got three guys that maybe can do it maybe can't i mean i'm going to offer up a, a a way that they can get around this in a little while but by the same token it's like they don't have a slam dunk as a pass catcher to sort of pick up the slack for kelsey so this will be a very interesting game i, I don't think it's going to change the outcome i think that the chiefs will still end up winning this one but it's going to make the process a lot more interesting than it would have been a couple of days ago before this knee hyperextended yeah, I mean, obviously the betting market here, uh, I think they were, I want to say a six and a half point, six to six and a half point favorite. Uh, I want to say six and a half were the uh, 
Kansas City Chiefs and before the news or after the news came out about uh, Travis Kelsey. That line is now down to four and a half uh, for the Chiefs favorite in this game. Total is around 54, 54 and a half, depending on where you had it. That number has now come down to 52 in this game. Uh, Chris, same question to you. Travis Kelsey's impact of at least probably not being on the field for the Kansas City Chiefs in the first game. Yeah, I mean, you guys you guys hit the nail on the head. I think you said about 80% of the offense went off. And then you also just look at, I mean, going back to Rob's point, you you just think about how – I mean, you guys know how I feel about Kelsey. I, I, I took him in. <laughs> I took his yards over. So we already starting off, with, you know, on the bad side. And, and uh, you know, also just looking at, you know, looking at those other weapons, I had to go in and, like, check the depth chart. I'm like, who is the backup? Uh, Noah Gray is the, yeah. is the backup tight end. So, so yeah, you know, it, it, it throws everything off. He's a big, you know, big target, reliable guy, uses the middle of the field to kind of, uh, you know, allow everybody else to kind of maximize their talent outside of where he isn't, right? He'll, so even, even then you can, you know, start to maybe shift towards a guy that you want to, you know, be more leaning towards. So it changes it drastically, you know, if it's, um, I would agree with the, you know, probably with the line going down as far as points, because he is somebody that, you know, everybody was probably going to have a anytime touchdown for. And typically those odds just decrease as the season go on. It only started about, <laughs> about you can't even get, you can't even get one to one, you know? So yeah. it's typically, you know, minus 120 at the start of the season. I think it was something like that before the season started. So yeah, tremendous impact. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, um, you know, how they adjust. What does Andy Reid do? What does the offensive coordinator do? Um, because if anybody has tricks up their bags, we know that it's this this team. So yeah. uh, they still have Mahomes, right? So yeah. it, it, they'll have to get a little. They'll have to get a little creative for sure. Yeah, uh, currently on the depth chart, like you mentioned there, Chris, it is uh, it's Noah Gray uh, and then Blake Bell at the tight end positions uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, I mean, obviously, when you saw Patrick Mahomes out there, I kind of you know referred to him as kind of the Steph Curry. Uh, of the NFL, you still have a if you still have Seth Curry out on the floor for you, or at least on the football field for you, you still always definitely have a chance uh, to go out and, and still perform at a high level uh, uh, in this game, at least. All right, gentlemen, before we get into our player props here for the Thursday night football game, uh, let me tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook. We've been waiting seven long months and we haven't had an NFL game. And now we are officially here. Well, the good thing is that that wait is officially over and NFL is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers Every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you can get. Download the app now and use promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home uh, $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Hey, it's NFL week one, and you probably want to get out to uh, watching your first uh, football game of this regular season. You probably want to get out to see your home uh, team, whether that's going to be in week one of their home game or possibly week two. And let Game Time help you out to find those tickets. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets. 
and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Uh, some of the great things I love about the Game Time app, they have flash deals and last-minute tickets, like I mentioned. They're easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area, not just sports. Um, the best part I like about the app is that when you go to uh, look at tickets uh, for a whatever uh, event you want to attend, you're actually going to see the image of those uh the, the seats that you're going to buy. So you're not going to get any surprises when you actually get to that venue, no obstructions or anything because the app gives you that exact uh, view of your seat. When you go buy those tickets, their lowest price is guaranteed event, event cancellation protection as well. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are. So all you got to do is download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our player props for NFL week one of Thursday night football, Lions and Chiefs. Chris, why don't you lead us off, my man? What do we got for your first player prop? So even though we just talked a little bit about Mahomes losing, you know, losing a weapon, uh, I'm going to start with him and I'm going to look at Mahomes. I'm actually going to take him. I don't I don't we, we, we still speculating, of course, Kelsey probably won't play. I'm with you, you know, if I'm leaning more towards that. But I, I just think the value is too good. Over two and a half touchdowns for, for Mahomes is uh, plus 140 on bet 365. And I, I absolutely just just love that number. Um, I think it's something that Mahomes can uh, – obviously it's something that he can do, right? He's lit up defenses in week one. You just you just look at it over the last five years. Yeah. 18 touchdowns, zero interceptions, at least three touchdowns in all five game ones of the regular season. Uh, and then you just also – you look at the you look at the Lions. Like last season they were involved in – elite uh league high 51.8 points per game per season right so I, I love that they're the team that's always in shootouts we know that they were going overs on the road when they were dogs uh and then you also just you look at the chiefs they led the nfl in points per drive last season the lions allowed a touchdown on a league high 26.8 uh, percent of opponents possession so i think kelsey not kelsey i think uh I would only be able to look towards Mahomes still to go over this number. I think that he can get it, and if it and it, just because it's so much plus money, just because I can get an extra forty cent, uh, I, I got to take a stab at, at Mahomes to go over the two and a half. You know, I mean, like I think we talked about it, or like we mentioned it when we we're talking about the Kelsey injury news, is that um, that you still have Patrick Mahomes uh, obviously as your quarterback, and I. Th- he's still going to find ways to get other players involved if, if Kelsey's not there, right? I mean, we've seen Kelsey get the three touchdown games, four touchdown games. Uh, but again, I think there's enough for Mahomes, obviously, to work with here. And for Andy Reid and the offense to come up with a game plan, especially they're just so good around uh, in, inside the red zone, whether that's at the 20-yard line or within the you know within the 10-yard line as well. They get so creative and they, they're able to score touchdowns. So especially at plus money, man, I, I don't, I'm not going to argue against Patrick Mahomes going over his passing touchdowns in this game here. A uh, couple of breaking news before we do get into Rod's first player prop. Uh, Rod, you can take a breath of relief because 49ers and Nick Bosa they made him the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Five years, $170 million. 
122.5 million dollars guaranteed and uh travis kelsey update as we're kind of going through our player props here for this game chiefs uh tight end travis kelsey who suffered a bone bruise to his knee at tuesday's practice is officially being listed as questionable uh for thursday's night regular season game so that doesn't really help us much here obviously that means uh 50 he might play 50 he might not play but I think it's hell of an update. Hell, hell of an update, you know. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I try, you know, I try to keep it exciting on the pod here, but um, I, I think I, I think we should probably still all agree that he probably ends up sitting out in this game. Or I think that even if he does play, um, I think you'll probably see limited snaps, and maybe you will see how warm ups go for Travis Kelsey. But uh, official questionable guys, officially questionable. Uh, Rod, take us over to player prop number one, my man. What do you got? I questionable. Shut up, everybody. Everybody, <laughs> questionable. Shut up. Uh, all right. Well, so fine. Then we talked about this passing touchdown. I don't know if one of the touchdowns will go to this young man, but Jarek McKinnon's receiving total is just insanely low for what the situation is right now. 25 and a half receiving yards for Jarek McKinnon. That's minus 110. I I don't know how you can get away from he He's one of the more uh, reliable targets for Patrick Mahomes, even with Travis Kelsey in. Um, just look back at what he did last season, especially down the stretch. I mean, he started out a little slow, um, but even still in, in game one of last season against the Cardinals, he had 27 receiving yards on three receptions, four targets in that game. Uh, he's had games of 29 receiving uh, yards in a game, 36, 40, 56, 26, 112, 70 down the stretch here. So against uh, Denver, he had 112 against Houston. He had 70 against Kansas uh, or against Seattle. Rather, he had 31 against Denver. He had 52. I mean, the dude was basically uh, 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 receiving an extra receiver for Mahomes down the stretch. Um, and in that span, Kelsey actually hadn't had a whole lot of touchdowns uh, for him as well. But uh, Jarek McKinnon did. Jarek McKinnon went, what was it, six straight games to end the season with at least one receiving touchdown, right? So that means that obviously uh, Mahomes was looking for him often, looking for him in the end, in the red zone. So down that stretch too, uh, Denver, he had nine targets, eight targets, three targets, six targets, three targets. Look, uh, McKinnon is that safety valve for Mahomes when it comes to, and we know Andy Reid loves him some screens, right? We know yeah. that they they love to just kind of let Mahomes get the ball out of his hands quick and let his playmakers make plays. So, I mean, McKinnon could hit this over in the first drive if he gets a couple of good catches on it. So... I, if it stays at 25 and a half, you better hammer the hell out of that. I don't even care if it goes down to 150. That's that's a price you could pay to to win this this prop. Yeah, I mean, look, we talk about McKinnon, and I think that, like you mentioned there, Rod, that Andy Reid loves his screen uh, passes and in the in the gimmick plays. Um, and again, McKinnon has been a guy in this offense the past several seasons for this Chiefs team that has been able to produce. I mean, you just rattled off the numbers just from last season. Um, and again, like I mentioned. It, it, even if Kelsey does play or he doesn't play, I think there's that's obviously another weapon for um, Patrick Mahomes with uh, Jarek McKinnon coming out of that backfield. And he's not a guy that's going to run the ball for you. He's a guy, he's a pass catching running back. And I think that just, this is going to give a security blanket uh, to, um, to Patrick Mahomes in this game here. Chris, any thoughts on Jarek McKinnon here? Yeah, I think um, just logically, it just makes sense what Rod said. If we're if we're subtracting Kelsey, who who else is stepping up? We we already talked about the wide receiving core, and some of that creativity that we kind of talked about with Andy Reid in that offense will be probably to rely a little bit more on what Jeremy McKinnon's 
biggest strength is, right? His ability to catch the ball, get out the backfield, and have some blockers downfield for him to to get a lot of yards. So I'm tailing Rod on this one. I'll go ahead and add that. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my first player prop, uh, Chris, you took Patrick Mahomes over on his uh, passing touchdowns. I'm going to go with Jared Goff, man. This number's only at one and a half, uh, currently at minus 110 over on DraftKings. And you kind of take a look over the last two seasons uh, since J- uh, Jared Goff came over to be the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions in week one alone um, with the Detroit Lions uh, combined 94 pass attempts over the last two seasons. But more importantly, he's thrown for at least two touchdowns in each of those week one games. And again, I know the total has come down a little bit, obviously, with the Kelsey news, but I still think the books are expecting some type of points uh, to be put up in this game. Maybe it doesn't get over the total, but I mean, if you still put up 48, 49 points in an NFL football game, that's still a lot of points. Um, I think the two things that kind of stood out to me here, number one, last season, there were 11 starting quarterbacks uh, who faced this Kansas City Chiefs pass defense, and all or 11 of those quarterbacks uh, threw for at least two touchdowns against the Chiefs defense. Um, I think, like I mentioned, if the Lions are going to want to win this game or at least cover the number, uh, they're going to have to score points with the Chiefs. You know, we talked about how prolific this offense is, even with or without Travis Kelsey. And also another point that really stuck out to me going back to last season was that the Chiefs rush defense, they were ranked inside the top 10 in most of those uh, rush defense categories. They allowed a less than one touched a rushing touchdown per game last season. So I think this is going to be on the shoulders of jared goff to you know get some points on the board and score some touchdowns with his arm um so at minus 110 for him to get me two touchdowns here i'm gonna take the over minus uh, sorry over one and a half passing touchdowns for jared goff here uh rod what do you think so the lions lost not one but both of their major running threats right jamal williams is gone Mm -hmm. uh, deandre swift is gone so really you're kind of hanging your hat on david montgomery and jameer gibbs which not necessarily a bad combo, but obviously this means that Jared Goff, especially early in the season, is probably going to have to get more involved. I don't know that the rushing touchdowns are going to be there the way they were with Williams and Swift. So, um, yeah, I mean, two touchdowns is not that hard of a threshold to hit, especially against a Chiefs defense that sure loves to give up their passing touchdowns. Chris, thoughts on Jared Goff? Yeah, I mean, I, I know I know we're talking about guys being limited like Travis Kelsey. I was just reading – um, about Laporte, Laporta, I think it's uh, is that he yeah, his tight name? The, the yeah. tight end uh, came up a little gimpy in practice uh, yesterday, and not sh- quite sure about him. Which I actually like him. I'll talk about him in just a te- just a second, but um, yeah, even though you know, I still think it's going to be a high scoring game, right? Don't don't be fooled by these guys being out there. This is the yeah. NFL. There are a lot of elite, uh, you know, playmakers out there. And the quarterbacks will still be out there. Both of these quarterbacks threw for four thousand yards last year, right? Yeah. So, so they, they if they have opportunity and they have time, they will, you know, get the job done. So I will be looking at him over as well. You know, if I actually like his yards, and I'll talk about that in a second too. Yeah, I mean, look, not too long ago, obviously, this is a completely different story. But when Jared Goff was with the Rams at epic Monday night football game where they won 54 to 51, um, obviously, Sean McVay was the head coach there. But um, I, I guess you could say that he has seen some rendition of this uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense. And hopefully they can, he can take advantage by getting at least two passing touchdowns for me for my uh, first player prop. All right, guys, before we get to our second round of player props. Let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their fantasy pick em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do spending your Sundays doing. 
that's watching games all day long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. At the end of the show or at the end of this episode, we're going to take our best bets, and I'm going to put them in uh, on Underdog Fantasy, whether we like them higher or lower, and, and see how much we can win uh, putting a C-note on that. So hang tight for that at the end of the episodes. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over the Underdog's mobile app or their website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And also the free roll football contest is back for SGPN. It's a free season-long pick-em contest, $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place. And if you're a Patreon member for the NFL season, your prize is doubled to 2000 and 1000 Plus, if you're a Patreon member, you win the free roll football contest, they'll get uh, the autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrette Blunt. Sign up link is in the SGPN app and get all the details to become a Patreon member at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get in for your chance to win double your prizes and win the weekly Patreon Pick'em Contest. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our second round of player props here. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off on, man? Yeah, so let's go. Let's let's stay with Jared Goff just since we're there. I was going to do this one last, last, but I like his passing yards, you know, and it's for some of the same reasons that you mentioned, right? 255 is the number um, that I see I need him to clear. Uh, 115, so not not laying too much juice. Minus 115 over on points bet is why I saw the best odds for this. And look, so last season, 29 touchdowns. His 7.6 yards uh, per pass were actually the most uh, since his 2018 season, right? We know that, you know, he he – played his best season and kind of got back to the old Jared Goff that was just a, a gunslinger, right? You look at the Chiefs, they actually forced teams to throw the ball, uh, seeing the second-highest pass rate in the league and actually third-most pass attempts last season because you got to keep up with this offense, right? We know Patrick Mahomes liable to throw the ball down with it, throw the ball down the field with his head turned backwards, with his eyes closed, between his legs, you know, whatever the case might be, right? So, you know, as a byproduct of that Chiefs pass, of them forcing you to pass the ball – they actually gave up 244 yards per game last season, which ranked them 25th in the league. Uh, and we got to talk about Chris Jones not being on the field, right? Still holding out, not being there with them without him last season. Well, with them on the field, they actually pressured the quarterback 35% of the plays, 35.5% of the plays, but that rate, which ranked fifth in the league over the season. But without him on the field, actually dropped to 27th, which ranked 29th in the league as well. So I just think that, you know, it's going to be a shootout type of game. Both of these teams were involved in really high scoring games. And one of the reasons why the 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 uh, Detroit Lions were able to cover the best covering team over the last two years is because they were dogs, first of all. <laughs> and two, uh, you know, they, they, they put up points. They scored a lot more points. And I'm pretty sure if we just played a team total over in those games, we probably would have made a lot of cash as well. So for all of those reasons, give me give me golf to go over uh, the 255 passing yards. It's also something, just kind of looking back at his numbers, it wasn't something that he was doing at the beginning of the season. I don't think he went over this number, but maybe two or three times in the first six or seven weeks. But towards the end of the season, when they weren't doing just all the dump downs to the running backs, he actually started eclipsing this number. And if you go in and look at some of the, some of the pass-happy offenses that he played against, mm-hmm. say, hey, I can do this too. So give me give me Jared Goff to go over the 255 and a half uh, passing yards. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, like you mentioned, the last two seasons, um, 
since Jared Goff has been um, the starting quarterback for this Lions team, uh, they've been involved in shootouts. I'm actually trying to pull up the exact final scores here. Yeah, so uh, 2021 against the 49ers, 41-33 final in the last season against the Eagles at home. 38 to 35. So, you know, kind of goes into what we talked about um, that again, that if, if, if the Lions want to win this game, they're going to have to put up points. Um, and again, like you mentioned, that, that's a great point that you brought up on the handicap about Chris Jones and how the pressure rate and the blitz rate drops uh, for this team when he's not on the field. But again, like you mentioned, he's holding out uh, for a contract. Now that's just going to, that task is just going to get more difficult for the chiefs to get done after Nick Bosa just got paid. Uh, by the San Francisco 49ers. So yeah, uh, this should be a big game for Jared Goff, uh, especially if he's not able if that if they're not able to generate any pressure for uh, the Chiefs are on Jared Goff, he's going to be able to sit back there and and, and kind of pick this uh, pass defense apart. So I am with you on that. Uh, Rod, thoughts on the Jared Goff? Well, and so Kansas City was eighth best against the run as far as terms as uh, yards were concerned per game, 107. Point seven they allowed, and we just talked about the fact that the the Lions now have two new running backs in the system, so it's going to take a little bit for them to get acclimated to this this system, which means Jared Goff obviously is probably going to be throwing a little more. Then he's, I mean, all of the all of the signs are there for Jared Goff to have a decent uh, passing day. Now again, the the path to winning will be a tough, but uh, yeah, I definitely agree that Jared Goff should be over the passing yards. All right, Rod, take us over to player prop number two, my man. What do you got? All right, well, either the Kansas City Chiefs jump out to a gigantic lead or they just continue to do exactly what they do, and that's lean on some creativity. But Isaiah Pacheco has been one of those guys that has been able to to make the Chiefs a lot more feared in the running game, right? And his his rushing yards right now is set at 50 and a half, uh, and I'm going to take the over on this one at minus 110 over on DraftKings. Uh, obviously, his first season last year, uh, in the league at all. He had 830 yards on 170 attempts. Um, and he wasn't even the main guy there at all. So, um, you know, you want to talk about just him being able to, to sort of set the set the stage for himself. Um, but as far as the, the, uh, the game logs and, and what he's been able to do, what he was able to do last season, 50 and a half is the number that, that he was going to go over. Well, he went over that in week one, uh, against the Cardinals. He rushed for 67 yards he did that again in week four at 63 yards. And then he really started to get kind of hot there uh, starting in Jacksonville when it really became his team. He sort of t- started taking the mantle away from CEH, right? Uh, 82 yards against Jacksonville, 107 yards against uh, the Chargers, 69 against the Rams, 66 against the Bengals, uh, 86 against the Texans, 58 against Seattle, 64 against the Raiders. And then in the playoffs, he really stepped it up. Three straight games of more than... Uh, uh, of or I'm sorry, two two out of three games of over 75 yards. He had 95 yards against the the uh, Jaguars and then 76 against the Eagles. So Isaiah Pacheco has really become one of the the stalwarts in this offense. You look back at what the Lions did; they were one of the worst teams against the rushing game uh, as far as yards were concerned per game. 146 and a half yards per game last year for the Lions several running backs got over this. Miles Sanders got over this. Dalvin Cook got over this. Ramondre Stevenson hung 161 on them. They are susceptible. Marie Mostert, 64. The list goes on and on. I won't bore you, but there's a lot of running backs last season that got to 51 yards against the Lions. Isaiah Pacheco, a second season now in the league. I don't think we're going to see as much of CEH as we did before, so 
uh, give me his his 51 yards and and I'll take the over minus 110 on this one on DK. Yeah, I mean, look, this was uh, one of my player props here as well with Jacob to go over. Um, and this kind of dives into that. Hey, are they maybe having a, a different game plan um, if Travis Kelsey's not able to go? But like you mentioned, this past or sorry, this rush defense last season was one of the worst in the league. There's no question about it. They were down there with the Houston Texans as far as rush defense goes. And, you know, Isaiah Pacheco uh, really came on into his rookie year uh, for the Chiefs. And I think that took a lot, some of the pressure off of Patrick Mahomes. I think that's something that they can rely on now uh, for this upcoming uh, season. And I think in this game here as well. So, and if they want to change the game script here a little bit and maybe slow the game down, that's going to start with Isaiah Pacheco uh, in the backfield for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm with you here. I had one of this as my player prop uh, uh, number two as well. So uh, double like here for myself and Rod on Isaiah Pacheco to go over uh, 50 and a half uh, rushing yards for this upcoming uh, game on Thursday night, um, which gets us into our third round of player props here. Um, Chris, lead us off, man. Last round of player props here. So let's let's stick with the running back theme. I like it a lot. And let's go Jameer Gibbs on the opposite side. I'm playing specifically, I'm playing his receptions. I yeah. absolutely love this number. It's probably my favorite player prop so far, right? You get the number three and a half. I actually got it last night at minus 105 on DK, so I'm not laying any juice at all. And I think it could be, I think it could be a game where uh he has even more, right? I wasn't I wasn't even aware about the Laborda news. Like I hadn't even saw that earlier, but that that's another option that he, you know, may not have. You just look at the. Let's start with the Chiefs' defense. So, bottom of the league, defending uh, receiving running backs last year, they actually allowed 112 receptions, which was the most by any team. Um, but if you go even further back than last season, over the last four seasons, they've actually finished 32nd, 20, 32nd, 31st, 29th, and 27th over the last four years uh, in relying receiving yards to two running backs specifically, uh, James. Uh, Jameson Williams also six game suspension. That's a that's an option that they won't have, right? Um, besides uh, St. Brown, there really isn't a number two on this team, right? Like, they, so somebody has to be able to catch the ball. And we also just talked about the Chiefs being able to kind of dictate the pace, which will force Detroit to be able to pass the ball even more, just similar to what they kind of did last season. Um, last season, we also saw teams have a season high uh, pass rate in the league and third most attempts in the league. And that was the Detroit Lions specifically. They ranked 25th in the league and passing. Well, I'm sorry, the, the, we talked about this already, but that Chiefs defense actually ranked 25th in the league and passing yards allowed per game as well. And you look at Gibbs, you just kind of go back to what he did last season. I mean, you pull up this guy high, highlight tape and it's, it's some, some pretty amazing stuff. Uh, so he, he averaged um, a class high 3.3 receptions per game uh just that's over his career before he got to Alabama when he was at Georgia Tech, which, um, you know, his his receptions just kind of increased every single year. If you go back and look at those numbers as well, uh, he was targeted 24 point, 21.4% of the time last season and caught 44 of the 50, 52 passes that were thrown his way. So that's a pretty, you know, nice completion percentage completion rate. So for all of those reasons, I really like this number. You know, I think that, you know, similarly, we may see a couple screen plays, but he'll be that check down target, that that kind of security blanket, um, especially if Laporta doesn't play. I like the the over three and a half for uh, Jameer Gibbs. I, I actually like a lot of things for him, but I, I specifically I like the, re- the receptions. There's a reason they drafted him so high, and I think this was a, a uh, pick that kind of caught a lot of people off guard uh, when the NFL draft happened um, a few months ago. But I think we've also seen it out of the training camp videos and things that we've read about the Detroit Lions is that they're really going to utilize Gibbs out of the, uh, in the passing game. And 
this kind of goes back to the conversation about you know what's kind of transpired to or in the market about running backs right that if you're a a just a downhill runner and just a running back your value is going to go down but i think you know i mentioned it travis etn mentioned that hey you for the league that the, the league that's changing the running back position that's changing you have to adapt to the game and I think Jameer Gibbs and guys like Travis Etienne, those guys that are pass-catching running backs, they're going to pay dividends. And you're right that, he, again, the screen plays are going to be there for Gibbs. The checkdowns are going to be there for him as well. And this number is probably going to, you know, it might take a couple of weeks to adjust, but I think that this eventually might just go to four and a half as the season progresses if they're going to continue using Jameer Gibbs in the passing game here, Rod. I, I also like his uh, his rushing number too. It's it's thirty eight and a half right now. That seems rather low for uh, a guy that can you know he had six carries in the preseason, nineteen yards. I mean I know it's only three point one yards per carry, but that's preseason and that's not necessarily a, a lot of work. But he was almost halfway there uh, by just six carries in the preseason. So I like that as well. But yeah. Again, they're going to be using this guy. They want to see what they have. They need to see what they have. And so they're going to get him involved. And what better game against or what better team to, to do that against than the best team in the league right now that you got to got to throw everything at them and everything that you have includes Jameer Gibbs. All right. I'll give my last player prop here. And there's also on the Detroit Lions side. And it's a kind of a buy low spot here. And, you know, Chris, you mentioned that. The, the passing options are probably going to be a little, a little bit limited here for the um, the Detroit Lions. And we like Jared Goff to have a big game here for the uh, Detroit Lions. But I, I'm looking I, I'm looking at uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Over 26 and a half receiving yards in this game. And I feel like this number is a little low. Like you mentioned, the Laporta might miss this game. We've touched on the injury that he did suffer in, in practice for the Detroit Lions. Amarad St. Brown is going to get a lot of attention just because the type of player that he is. So that should open up some type of opportunities here for Marvin's jo- Marvin Jones Jr. Um, you take a look at what he did last season uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, he was right around this number. The final four weeks of the regular season, uh, he went over this number in three out of those four games, finished the game with 61, 29, 29, 21. Um, so, so I think that if we're expecting um, the the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff to throw the football, he's going to have to get some of the other guys involved in this offense. Uh, and I think that's going to be Marvin Jones Jr. Again, he might not be an every down uh, receiver for this uh, Lions offense, uh, but I think that he'll make the most of his opportunities because again, I think the targets are going to be there. If he gets five to six targets, he should get over this number because again, he's his, his yards per uh, um, or his average yards per catch uh, there there it's it's in double digits he's at uh, six 17 10 14 over the last uh, couple seasons here um I think this just gives him a, another veteran option for the Detroit Lions and their offense for his average for his career he's averaging 13.6 yards per uh, per catch so if he gets two catches or for he's right there on that number that's going to get you over this number here. So um, I, I think this might be a little sneaky play here. Marvin Jones Jr. over 26 and a half uh, receiving yards here, Rod. If we think that the Lions are going to have to throw, somebody's going to have to catch it. And he's one of the ones that has been able to do it over the course of his career. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as if we're asking like a rookie to do this. We're asking a veteran who's been around for a long time to hit this number. So I think we're safe on that one. Chris, any thoughts on Marvin Jones Jr.? Uh, just, just, I mean, the number is pretty low, you know, but I think, like you said, it's a buy low spot that, I mean, I'd be willing to pay it too. You, you, we talk about, like, he has to throw the ball to somebody, right? Like me, yeah. I, 
one of us can come out there. We're we going to get five yards, right? Like, so this guy's been around the league for, for a long time. He's probably, you know, a little more acclimated than than others would be coming into a new system just because he's, you know, played in Detroit before. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would take the over on that as well. You know, I mean, playing against the Chiefs, somebody got to get some yards. <laughs> You're right, my friend. Uh, Rod, you had your last player prop, right? I do. And surprise, surprise. What is it, Moonoff? Uh, We're going to take the second year uh, defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson. His number is set at uh, three quarters of a sack, so 0.75 sacks. I'm going to take the over, of course. You know me and my overs. uh, Because the over is a plus 180. Look, Aiden Hutchinson had a fantastic rookie season, right? Nine and a half sacks on the year for him. That's, that's a pretty damn good season for a rookie as far as sacks are concerned. Now, granted, I know three of them came in one game, but he was still able to get nine and a half sacks. It's a pretty damn good number for a rookie. This defense is still probably, uh, you know, looking to be pretty good. And Aiden Hutchinson is not going to get any worse, I think, in his second year. But he's also going up against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, there's only two games or three. I'm sorry, four games in the regular season last year in which he did not get sacked at least once. So, of course, he's a magician. Of course, he knows how to get out of things, but he also knows how to get sacked four times like he did against Tennessee, three times against Buffalo, three times against the Raiders, three times against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like he can get sacked. He tries to make things happen. That leaves him vulnerable to trying to stretch out the field, which usually means backwards before he goes forwards. And uh, a, a defensive end like Aiden Hutchinson, who's good enough to track down a guy like Patrick Mahomes. I, I think if the if the Lions get at least one sack, it's going to definitely be Hutchinson. If he gets two sacks, it's definitely going to be Aiden Hutchinson, who's going to get at least one of those. So all we're asking him to do is bring down Patrick Mahomes once in this game, uh, and and I think that can happen. So I know Arizona didn't do it in the opening week of of last season, um, but again, if Travis Kelsey's out too, that means that that quick, safe target is kind of gone as well, which means he's probably going to be looking to either check it down or go deeper on more routes. So maybe that means he holds onto the ball a little bit longer and gives Hutchinson a chance to get back there and bring him down. So, uh, like I said, I'll take the over plus 180 on DK for Aaron Hutchinson to at least get one sack. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we talk about beating this uh, Chiefs team is that, number one, you have to find a way to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes and you know rattle him a little bit. Um, I mean, I think a lot of us saw the quarterback's Netflix documentary that not a lot bothers uh, Patrick Mahomes, but... Um, I think for the Lions to have success, they just have to be better defensively. Um, you're going to have to create that pressure. They're going to have to get creative. And I think that it has to start with their their top first round overall, uh, their top pick, I should say, from last year's draft uh, to be have uh, have some success here against this offensive line. So uh, asking him to get one here, not a tall order, especially at a plus 180 price here, Chris. Yeah, I couldn't talk you guys off of it. I like it as well. I think, um, yeah. <laughs> Rod took all the good points. I'll, I'll just I'll say for time purposes, just take take the bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that is our player props. Let us get into our touchdown props here uh, for this game. Obviously, a total of fifty two. Like I mentioned, starting to move uh, back up a little bit. I'm starting to see a fifty two and a half, fifty three starting to pop up as well. So, folks are expecting to see points here, touchdowns to be had. Uh, Rod, why don't you leave us off with either any time touchdown uh, bets or first touchdown bet, whatever you do like. Want to give out to our listeners. 
So for me, look, I know that our listeners love it when we all agree and when we all agree on wrong stats, right? We always love to have people call us out for that, but I'm not going to get any stats for this one. You're just going to get my, my gut feeling on uh, on a MVS first touchdown for this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team at 13 to one over on DraftKings. I like the number. If Kelsey's out, somebody's got to catch it. MVS. I think stands to to kind of elevate himself in this offense. He has to at this point because again, Sky Moore is is going to take a step up. But you know, I, I think MVS has got to be the guy for Patrick Mahomes this season. And if it's not this game, doesn't establish itself this game, then it's going to take a while. So if Travis Kelsey is out, I'm going to give the nod to MVS to get that first one. Um, whether it's on a, a slant pattern that he ends up breaking for a touchdown or a, a post route or whatever, right? it just if Patrick Mahomes is looking for him now, then that means good things are going to happen over the course of the season. So um, if the Chiefs get the ball first, I think MVS gets the first touchdown for the for the game. All right. Uh, Chris, uh, touchdown prop bets for this game? Uh, I'm going to go back to my guy. Uh, I, lo- I love Gibbs in this in this spot, and I love that you can get it at the value and at the, you know, just at the at the price that you can get it at because I'm seeing everything, you know, right now. And, right, I'm seeing everything from – Minus one twenty four on Unibet, which I'm laying twenty four cent to plus one forty, yeah. on on Bet three six five in in Barstool. So uh, if I can get it at plus money, I do think that he's one of the guys that's going to get into the end zone. I mean, who they don't have but so many guys, right? And I love that we can get him. I think that this number probably goes down, you know, as the season progresses along. If he's able to establish himself. Uh, Montgomery is some, something I talked. About, I didn't talk. Didn't mention in the breakdown earlier. But David Montgomery's in that backfield as well. He he missed. Uh, you know, I want to say all of the the preseason. I don't think he played. I think he set out the whole entire preseason. So we're we're talking about the guy that's more fluent right now. We're talking about the guy that we expect to be on the field. We know how elusive he's. You know, he he's been in his career. Uh, and I I just think that he can find the end zone. You know, if I think he I think he's kind of built for the NFL, and I think he get, think he can give us one plus one forty. I got to take my chances. Yeah, I think that, again, uh, like you mentioned, that this guy can do it in multiple ways, right? Either rushing the football or uh, the recession, receptions that you do, like, you know, breaking a screen pass or, or you know, the lines getting creative on the offensive side of the football. So definitely can get see, uh, see Gibbs getting into the end zone here for the Detroit Lions. Uh, another guy I'm going to double down on, uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I think that he does find the end zone here where that's going to be rushing or uh, receiving. I think that's the uh, price of plus 135 for any time touchdown. And then first touchdown is at 9-1 to one for Isaiah Pacheco. So, um, again, we've seen this guy, what he did in his rookie season. He's an aggressive runner downfield or downhill, I should say. Um, and when it does probably get down to that goal-to-goal situation, um, I think they do hand it off to Pacheco and, and he can find a way to get into the end zone. And again, we talk about these Chiefs offense when they get into the red zone. They have very uh, so many different ways to score and get into the end zone and get creative. So uh, I will go with Isaiah Pacheco. First touchdown, 9-1 to and any time touchdown, plus 135. That leads us to one order of business before we wrap up this show. That is going to be our best bets for the Thursday night football game week one. Uh, Rod, you want to lead us off with your best bet for uh, Thursday night football? Uh, give me Jarek McKinnon over 25 and a half yards. I, like I said, this number is criminally low. I, I like that it's not necessarily juiced that much at minus 110. So, um, yeah, if you can if you can find it at 25 and a half by the time you listen to this, grab it because... Like I said, it may go up before this this uh, kickoff even happens. 
All right, love it. Uh, Chris, best bet. I'm going back to the rookie, man. Going back to Gibbs. I'm, I'm a little high on him this year, uh, or at least in this game specifically with this Detroit Lions offense kind of being, you know, a tad bit banged up. We still don't know what's going to happen with Laporta as well. Um, so give me his over three and a half receptions. Uh, what Rob mentioned, man, not a lot of juice. I'm just laying minus 105. I think that number is currently still available on DraftKings. And if this game is a shootout, which we kind of anticipate that it will be, um, even if it's not a lot of points scored, we, we expect in a lot of pace. Both of these teams actually, uh, I think, ran about 60, 65, 64 plays per game last season, which was like top seven, top eight. So we're looking at two extremely fast-paced offenses, and I think that he's a big part of it, you know. So give me the over three and a half receptions. I think this is a number that he gets, uh, whether they're playing from behind or, you know, whether they're trying to get themselves established and get him established as well. So give me uh, Jameer Gibbs, over three and a half receptions, minus 105, best number I can find. Love it. Uh, All right, for my best bet, I am going to go with Isaiah Pacheco over – 50 and a half uh, rushing yards in this game. I think that number one, we'll see um, some balanced play calling here from the Kansas City Chiefs. If it's even, again, with or without Travis Kelsey, I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to be really part of the offense here uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one, like Rod mentioned, and we both like this play, um, that going back to last season, Detroit Lions were one of the worst rush defenses um, uh, um, yardage-wise and maybe even uh, yards per rush attempt-wise last season. I don't think they've made a lot of improvement. I think still believe that Aaron Glenn is still their uh, defensive coordinator there. So uh, I think that he's going to have a big game on the ground here. So I will go with uh, Isaiah Pacheco as my best bet. Over 50 and a half rushing yards. And again, if you go over to Underdog Fantasy and you put in all three of our best bets, uh, higher on, let's see here. Let me uh, circle back to this. So we had Jameer Gibbs over three and a half receptions as your best bet, correct, Chris? Okay. Uh, Rod, you had a Jarek McKinnon over 25 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I just saw him on my screen. Where'd he go? There he is. All right. And then I have uh, Isaiah Pacheco. The line has adjusted by one yard here on underdog uh, fantasy. So I will still play that higher than 51 and a half. So if all three of those hit, uh, it's plus 600. So a C note bet of uh, $100 gets you $600 in return. If all three of our best bets go um, uh, do win and they do go higher on their uh, projection for this game. They also do have a bonus. Uh, you want to throw in there um, featuring Patrick Mahomes to get just one total yard. You want to throw that one in there. Um, that will get you plus 1,000, 10 to 1 uh, to get um, a C note turns into $1,000, adding in that Patrick Mahomes feature that they do have on Underdog Fantasy. So, again, check out underdogfantasy.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGP uh, for that $100 bonus of up to $100. And let's start this NFL regular season with some winners. Gentlemen, that is going to do it for this Thursday night football week one edition of the PropCast with our player props and touchdown bets. The time is officially here. Rod, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, my friend? No, sir. Let's just get this party started. Of course, you know where to find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Uh, yeah, keep up with me there. It's the easiest way to do it. I don't, I'm not going to give you everything out right now. <laughs> Chris... Anything else, my friend? Nah, like Rod said, let's get the party started, man. Follow me over on Twitter, on X, whatever we want to call it, at Crispy Cap and Two P's, Two N's. Uh, great, great show. Uh, definitely going to be telling a couple of plays that you guys share. And uh, let's let's cash some tickets tonight. Well, not tonight. Tomorrow night, fellas. 
Yeah, let's cash some tickets. Definitely get this uh, NFL season started on the right foot. Uh, we'll be back probably on Friday, Thursday or Friday sometime to do our week one Sunday uh, prop bets for the uh, Sunday full schedule for NFL week one. So look out for us then. Uh, and then we'll recap what we saw on Thursday night football. He's from our uh, player props um um, from Thursday night. So we'll recap everything and then get into, like I mentioned, our week one player props for the Sunday games. Uh, again, make sure to uh, get over to the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, Patreon page. Support the network. All the stuff that we do is for absolutely free. Um, if you want to support us, just become a member uh, of our Patreon. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Again, like I mentioned with Underdog Fantasy, make sure to use that promo code SGP for a $100 bonus of up to $100. All right, we'll be talking to you guys later this week for NFL Week 1, like I mentioned. Till then, good luck with your bets.